Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, he is back, and I, I, I missed him. Oh, Rob Shooter. Hey, love. Is How are you? You had a week vacation. Yes. I was following you and your lovely wife on Instagram, going to lots of shows, eating lots of food, and I guess having lots of sex. You were really romantic. I and sex not there yet. <laughs> okay, uh, still sorry. recovering from 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 baby. But you have but, a baby. But the romance, yes, very uh, nice. All time high. Are you a type of guy that likes the romance as much as the sex? Uh, yes. Yeah. No, I'm because uh, you can't have too much of one uh, good thing. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, I don't know. Like, so you would have you would have nothing but cake for, for to for to eat. It's you wouldn't have dinner. Good, you would just eat cake. It's a very all good the time. point. It's a very good point. I was frightened what you're going to say instead of cake to yeah, eat. Well, yeah. But you were a decent gentleman. Oh, the Instagram pictures you and your wife going to see theater. A lot of theater. I I, I grew up on theater. My, I like theater. my, my family uh, taught me to to appreciate the art at a very young age. I like uh, it. I was thinking this morning about uh, I don't know why. I think it's all these kids in Florida who are organizing the march to, right. to, to on stop March 24th. And so they were saying a lot of the kids are theatre kids, and that's how they learn to be so confident. And I was thinking like how lucky I was at a very young age because I, I, I was not very good at sports. Right. So I sort of became a theatre. Did you kid. ever try sports? I have a bad arm, so I have, I have like a smaller arm, so it's really right. difficult for me to catch a ball or to even really. But did balance. you ever like try? Like I you tried. Try, yeah, and yeah. I just, I, I, it wasn't for you. I, yeah, and I even like running, I tried running, but because of my arm, I'd run around in circles. Like my balance is just so bad. <laughs> I'm just not very good at, at sport. I can't. He's not a 
drunk. He just has uh, yeah, yeah, just, trouble that's why I fall over. And that's why everyone's like, oh, he's always <laughs> drunk. Yeah. Not no, the case. It's just got bad balance. Like, and so uh, I was a theatre critic, but I remember one of the nicest experiences of my life is the teacher, Mr. Chamberlain, and I even remember his name. He did a school production of Fiddler on the Roof, and he got all the football guys to be in the show. And it was really fun because these guys that I thought I had nothing to say to, nothing to do, I just didn't know them. I didn't. I was kind of scared of them. They were probably scared of us. We all got in the show you together. You were in the original show, The Glee, before it was Glee. <laughs> it was weird. That, yeah. So the football kids all joined Fiddler on the Roof in the chorus. I was a lead, but nevertheless. <laughs> of course. And, um, and, uh, Would it be any other way, though, in life? And I got to meet these guys that I'd sat in the same room with for maybe five or four years I'd never really spoken to. And then twice a week after school, we were hanging out in a rehearsal room. They're really, really cool guys. And so thank you, Mr. Chamberlain. So I, I got to go see the show, the play that goes wrong mm. on Broadway here in New York. British what, play. What, what a fabulous, yeah, it was fantastic. huge. Fantastic. Huge in the UK. They brought it here to the States. I believe J.J. Abrams brought it to the states yep. and uh, it is if you are the typical person that like I don't like to sit through songs and music it's straight acting but it's it's a lot of improv and prop falling. It's so, like, you're it's watching so the cheeky. Three it's yeah, sort of exactly. like the, the, sort of like a Monty Python. It's really traditional uh, British funny comedy. Lots of slapstick. It reminds me of a, a, a show that James Corden would do on his show. Exactly. Like it, it's, it's like a sketch. It, yeah, it's sketch. a two-hour-long sketch. Pretty much the cliff notes of it is it's a broad. It's not a Broadway show. It's a community theater show <laughs> that starts and then by the it, it unravels by the end of the show. Stagehands are like the main characters. It's all very very funny. I saw it a couple. What are you been up to? Um, busy, busy, busy with the royal wedding. Yeah, so. you, you've pretty much been all over TV, radio. The accent uh, helps. So when they, when they, I mean, let's be honest about it. The reason I'm on TV you a lot have is, no access is to the king and queen. Just, I'm not, I don't know who they are. Who are they? <laughs> like, so because I have a British accent, to lots of TV shows want people on to talk about them. So I what know a, a little bit about them. I know a little. In reality, he has a Bronx accent. <laughs> and he right. just puts it on for TV right. and the radio. So I've been to a ton of radio and a ton of TV talking about the royals. So let's jump into the royal wedding. Yeah, it's exciting. I have the official royal correspondent um, for everything May, right here. May 19th. Can you imagine that? I forgot the date wrong. Oh, my God. The first interview I did, <laughs> you they did, asked me the date, and I didn't really know. That's the I headline, knew it was in though. May. I didn't the, really you know. steal the headline from, from, oh, the, from the royals themselves <laughs> and give the wrong date, and then everybody be like, oh, they changed the wedding date because of you. <laughs> Things are going really well over there. Like, I think they're really in love. I think she's... I love the fact she's a little older. But we know the love. The love is... There. That, does, that no, doesn't no, get ratings. That, that doesn't get away. people listening. What's the drama? They're really, at the minute, there really isn't, there's not that much drama about the these two. The queen's not upset they like where her. she's no, sitting. No, they like her. They like her. Kate likes her. Kate runs the family. Like, the dirty truth of that family is Kate Middleton is tough. She's a tough girl. You don't get to snag a king unless you, you win it to win it. So, Kate and her, they're not friends. They're not besties. They're not watching Sex in the City. They're not getting their nails. They're sister in But they're not hateful. They're, yeah. not, they're not fighting. If you, if you read stories that they're at war, not true. At the same time, though, they're not besties. I don't know right. if they'll ever be besties, um, but but they get along. Actually, to be honest, I was thinking about it. I was talking to friends in London. I feel a bit ba bad for for Megan at the moment. She she left her country. She has no friends over there. She only has, has him. Yeah, she's living in a palace, but that grows old pretty quick. So I hope she starts. But do they really have friends? Like, does William and Kate? <clears throat> they do. Like... Kate, Kate, no, Kate's really. Well, that's what I'm saying. And a lot like... of people that were friends with Kate, she got rid of. Like, so Kate's kind of like a little bit. It's her and Pippa. Um, William and Harry do have mates. They went to university. They're right. friends from the army. Those 
those two have mates, and um, I think you're going to see a lot of them at the wedding. I, I want I want Megan to make her own friends. Well, uh, let, let's talk about the entertainment because uh, you know Elton John took off some dates. Elton's going to be there. Yeah, I broke the story too about the Spice Girls. Right, like I, I knew we're going. I'm not sure if they're performing, and I think Mel B might have got it wrong. They're definitely going. Well, she she hinted that you know she's going, which automatically people jump on the bandwagon yeah. of they're think, performing. But it's harder to but actually yet, get five but girls. Yet, on if stage. we hear about the Spice Girls, they hate each other. Right. So who knows? <laughs> and it's hard to get five girls on stage who don't have a lot of musical talent. No, no, no. Dis- like to put on that show, there's a lot of people behind the scenes. Ed Sheeran could get up with a guitar. I mean, right. he's that talented. You could give but him Ed a Sheeran's guitar. Ed Sheeran's only going to do a song He'll for them one to song. dance to. And the same the Spice Girls. They're not like house I band. Love, I love how when this story came out, you and I both said it's going to come down to three people. Elton John, Adele, and uh, Ed Sheeran. It's going to be Ed. Everyone, everyone denied it through yeah, yeah. their teeth. I knew I was right. They might have not been asked about it, right. but we kind of foresaw it. Like, hey, they're, fr- they're, they're somewhat friends. friends. They're really close. Ed and it really looks like Ed Sheeran's going to be doing Ed's the gonna wedding. Be, yeah, Ed's going to be there. The Spice Girl's going to be there. It's going to be a massive day. I'm going to go over, I think. It's, it's you know, that's really how Ed Sheeran got time. started, is doing weddings. Yeah, yeah. It's, Michael Bublé, too. Isn't yeah, that wild? And it's it's funny, because uh, when I got married, uh, before Ed Sheeran he became... He was your wedding singer? No, 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 no. <laughs> he, uh, I, I had the balls to ask him, and he said... Wait, wait, um, wait, you uh, had the balls to ask Ed Sheeran yeah, to perform the uh, wedding. This was before he was selling out Even arenas. So, I do love it. So you uh, said, I'm getting married, would you be the wedding singer? He goes, my, my, I go, my wife loves you. He goes, you know what? I'm I'm available as long as you could provide, listen to this, oh. just airfare oh. and a dinner plate, I'm in. Oh, and then his people, his, his people oh, intervened and said, oh, he's, he's, right, he's, he's off. Right, right. It was his day off, which right, I get, right. but he, they said, oh, he's busy that day. Right, uh, right. But still, but he my has God, that's, yeah. that, He could have been your wedding singer. Yeah, yeah. Wow, um, but but for a simple plate, uh, yeah, a dinner plate, and, a, and, and an airfare too. Honey, should have. I would have booked a ticket that day, so we couldn't have got out of it. But so so it's a big wedding. It's it's in a really little town. The town of Windsor's tiny. The cat. It's in a castle. I mean, is, is this the talk of the town? Oh, it's the talk of Britain, but of course the town's going to stop us. Like, what, what, would be the sec- what would be the second story in Britain outside of this right Trump. now? Okay. Yeah, and I'm sorry. Right. Let's not go there. But no, like, yeah. no number three yeah, story. Well, yeah, that's right. It's probably him too. But um, the town's tiny. It's really picturesque. Every hotel has been booked, mainly by American TV stations. Oh, yeah. um, the castle, it's really a castle with a wall around it. And so at one end of the castle they live, at the other end of the castle there's the chapel. So they have a drawbridge and, and like a moat, but there's no water in it. So basically the public could be completely locked out of this. They don't have to right. go into the grounds. In London, when his brother got married, the procession from the palace to the cathedral was so long and so and through streets, you could line the streets. They do not have to leave the grounds of the castle to get from, from the residence Pointed, yeah. to the church. So what they're going to do is they're going to, like, a, a five-minute ride is going to turn into a two-hour ride. Yeah, it's yeah. going to turn into two hours because what they're going to do is they're going to leave the residence, they're going to take the carriage into the town and then go all the way back into the castle to get married. So I think they, they're really clever about trying to bring the public into this. This is where the Queen lives. Everybody right. thinks the Queen lives in Buckingham Palace. She does not. So who lives in Buckingham Palace? It's an empty, empty palace. So it's a facade. It's, it's like, yeah, she's it's like barely a TV there. show set. Yeah, she's ba- if you blow hard enough, it'll fl- fall down. Um, the, <laughs> like like Buckingham Palace, the, the Korg is living in Buckingham Palace. So, so she lives at Windsor. This is the home. This is where she grew up as a little girl. During the war, they took the crown jewels out of the tower and hid them 
below Windsor Castle. Uh. Windsor Castle is where the royals live. Uh, on the estate, it's many, many acres on the estate. Her sons live. Both of her sons have houses on the estate. Right. So if you go to Britain, it's about a 45-minute train ride. It's not that far to go to Windsor. It's magnificent. And that's the home of the Queen. So all these people, including me, yeah. standing outside Buckingham Palace. Are you gonna go? I'm going to go over, yes. I've been asked by different TV shows to be their royal correspondent. So you're and being the, courted the by many. The poem. Like, how, how do you say how do you say yes to one specific TV? I pick, and this is a good lesson in life. There's a really big station that wants me to do it, and okay. I want to do it because it's a really big station. However, there are stations that are not as big but are so loyal to me, and the days when there's not a royal wedding, which there are more, have always been very kind to me. Right. So do I dump the people that are kind to me week in, week out, week in, year in, year out, to have these two days on a massive station, or do I stick... Are we, tar- are we I'm not talking... Don't say the name of the station. No, no, no. Are we talking network versus uh, cable? The bigger stations. Yeah, yeah. And so am I going to dump all the people that are loyal to me week in, week out, that I'm a regular on? Am I going to do that? Do you remember Stephen Cochicara, the fashion guy, Kojo? Yeah, yeah, Kojo. He was the biggest guy in the world. He was on the Today Show. He's on Access Hollywood. And then the Today, he got really sick. He had a kidney transplant. And the Today Show, really kind, Katie Couric said to him, it was when Katie was on, can we follow you into the hospital? You're part of our Today Show family. Right. We'd love to follow you on this journey. And he said no. And Katie said, I totally respect that. It's really private. This is your your Mom, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very private. I, he did it on Oprah. Ooh. And then the Today Show have never had him on. Access Hollywood dumped him. People Magazine dumped him. And so for one hit on Oprah that he thought was going to change his life, well, yeah, it Oprah, didn't. It the didn't. Oprah channel really didn't, it didn't. take off as uh, we no, thought. No, this was on Oprah. This oh, was on oh, the oh, Oprah oh, show. Oprah show. Yeah. And so, mm. and, like, and I was saying, I, such a good lesson in life. Sometimes when you grab for the, for the big apple... And you piss but off all your friends. Sometimes you do need to make that. that sometimes that you need jump. to make a jump, and I get that. I'm not. I'm not a guy that keeps in the small pond. I want to be right. in the big pond. Um, so I think I'm going to be loyal to the people that have always been so kind to me. Uh, see, I, I, I don't know. Maybe because I'm not uh, as involved as you are. I would at least. I would look at it like this. When would the next royal? It's never going to happen. Right. But they will dump me. So the big station will use me for two days. And then after this royal wedding, I'll call them. Do you want me to come on and do Kardashians? Yeah. Do you want me to come on and do Jay-Z? Do no, no. And they'll, they'll use me and dump well, me. Yeah. Well, that's, so, what, well, that's what all the big ones do, honest, though. I'm really not that good. And so I've got uh, away so with murder. I see you say that, though, but I've, you are, though. I've got the away camera mur- goes on. I've got away with murder oh, on this. Murder. murder. On this very Barbara so Walters staying, of you. I'm staying put. In life, be careful. I've had friends, too. This is really A friend of mine in Britain, like, left his girlfriend because this model paid him some oh. attention. And so this really beautiful model, not a very nice girl, like, so we had sex with this model, and, like, now it's thrown away. The love of it, like, it's just so did you, sad. Did you hear the story? There was a guy in Britain I was reading on Daily Mail. Um, it's funny, because Daily Mail sometimes accurate as all accuracy could be and then other days it is the forest <laughs> fetch bullshit thing you could think of but uh, a gentleman paid a guy around almost two million dollars to have sex with celebrities oh you know what and you know what happened they just ran off the money they didn't yeah, yeah there course. were no celebrities yeah, that no, were going to so, have yeah, sex yeah, with no, them no. so some rich guy that yeah. couldn't even think yeah. that celebrities yeah. Reese, Reese Witherspoon would be having sex with this random guy <laughs> and, and, and two million dollars oh there's this scam in New York, and maybe it's in in London too, where you can pay people to get you on red carpets oh, to yeah. walk carpets, and, and they call themselves publicists, but they're not publicists. They're not, they're, but, they're, yeah. they're, they're, 
They, make business. they go they're to Kinko's just, yeah. and make business cards. And they get and you into it's so sad, and you pay all this money. And but two million. Imagine two million dollars. Thinking Jennifer Aniston's going to show up to uh, your hotel but, room. I mean, it's insane. And why would you want to have sex with someone you're paying? It's a whole bigger. You know you're rich when you can blow two million dollars and, right. and, and not, and not get, get blown. Return. <laughs> not get blown. Yeah, I get you. So that's it's been Royals, Royals, Royals. Um, Lots of different gossip oh, yeah. and drama, but all good. Uh, as, as we're recording this, uh, Megan Trainor. She's there. cute, she, isn't she? She has her, she has uh, little pink her fiance and Which and one's the fiance. Uh, he's coming from behind. Uh, <laughs> take, take that for what you want. She's but. very cute. She's tiny. She's not very tall. Yeah, she uh, and, and she was talking about about a year and a half ago. She was she won a Grammy. Uh, she was on her third album. Yes, and I love she, that bass song. It's all, yeah, about, all about the, the bass. Yeah, she has a new song called No Excuses, but she talks about. Um, after being on top of the world, her vocal cords popped remember, yeah. and bleeding, and oh, and pretty much oh. her career was in jeopardy. And she and after she got remember that fixed, happened to Adele, yeah, when she that had happened to Adele and Sam Smith and, and Julie Andrews, uh, Mary Poppins. Uh, was actually, Julie Andrews were, wasn't she honored? Maybe. Uh, uh, yeah, she, I no. think she was honored with Sam Smith uh, in, in. And so, in New so York what City. happens if Adele's but, vocal uh, cords uh, get fixed? Uh, Adele's everybody's vocal cords How got fixed, Megan? but Megan Trainor's got fixed too. But then she was in a dark place, saying, "How do I get out of this funk of just you know thinking you can't like, you cash? Yeah, well, you, Megan, can't, you go you to cash, the bank, but, and you can't have rich you are. But it's it's more than that though. No, it's I a, think it is. It's, it's psychological. A, it's a, big a lot of the time break. too. I think when stars hit it as big as she did. It's hard to do the follow-up. The, the first one might be the easiest. Oh, yeah. The second one's really hard. They're like, called the sophomore slump. Yeah. So you do this massive album, and a lot of them don't come through. So a lot of them have a massive first album, and then they sort of... Justin Timberlake's yeah. album is gone. Yeah. Is that crazy? Uh, no, it sucks, but it, 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 Justin it's true. Timberlake? I mean, I mean, it's not his second album. It's a me- mega established star. That album's come and gone. Yep, unfortunately, Justin it sucks. Timberlake. Um, it's crazy. How about this Bon Jovi album, number one? Number one. He released it two years ago. Two years ago. So what happened is he released this album two years ago. He got it the went rock to and roll. One, yeah. And then he has had no hit singles, no promotions. What happened is he's just put the tickets on sale for his concert and he bungled the album. Well, that, so he got a free a album tr- that's a, with that's it. A, that's a trick, though. And so he went to number one and he sold 130,000 copies. He didn't sell a single copy. He sold concert tickets and you get a free album. It's almost uh, something like what Justin should have done with his tour. His, his... Justin would have gone to number one for 10 years like he sold so many tickets. Exactly. It's cheating. But what they say, and it's interesting because I think it was cheating. But what they say is that any opportunity to get ha- albums in the hands of people, it's really hard. Well, now. you got to so think about how to it. change the game because no, because as of this summer, no one's going to uh, the store anymore to Best Buy to no, buy CDs. Well, they're gone. They're gone. They're gonna be gone. gone. Well, Target still has because they have those deals with those artists. Right, so right, right. But they're less some, and less. Yeah, now it's exactly. going to be only 10 CDs at Target. I think people don't listen to CDs anymore. I think they listen to tracks they download. Well, yeah. So I, that's, I how, like songs. That's, that's how you got to figure out how to change the game. So wow. we're bundling, bundling uh, albums with tickets. It does, but it it's, it's a new way of looking at it. Right. You know, just like streaming songs. Who thought, right, like, right, right. why wouldn't you put a I CD miss it, in? I miss it, and maybe I'm showing my age, but I remember when Madonna had an album, and I was living in Birmingham in Britain, and I got on the 52 bus, and I shot into town. It cost me, like, 20 pence, and I ran to HMV, and I got an album, and it smelled so fresh. And then when you opened it up, there was another picture inside on the sleeve, an extra picture of Madonna. I was like, oh, and then I went home, and I played it again and again. I loved that, and I don't want to sound like my dad, like, oh, the world's changed. Right. Technology. I get, but like, I really enjoyed like listening to an entire album, like twelve songs, and then would pick my favorite song. I don't like that song. I don't like. The Do you ballad. remember the first song that you ever listened to? Uh, was it Madonna? No, the first song I ever bought was "The Reflex" by um, Duran Duran. 
Mine was now. This is uh, the first album I uh, song I ever listened to. I went to the store. Um, it was it was the Rembrandts, uh, the theme song to Friends. <laughs> yeah, really wow. Because that was that was the first real yeah, show yeah. I got into. Uh, I really wasn't into music just yet. I used to listen to the radio station and uh, listen to songs that people would request in and then call in two minutes later with that song because I didn't know music at the oh, time. So, just, right. so, I, yeah. so people would be like, can I hear that who Green Day song? Who was the first song? music? Who was the first band that turned you on to music? Uh, band that or, turned Not band, on. music, artist. Who was the, mine was Michael Jackson. Mm. Like Jackson to me was, was just the guy. And then he, I got he, to see him live at Wembley. Oh, oh my wow. Oh, and I was like 12 years old and Michael Jackson was on stage at Wembley Stadium. First song I remember that really got me addicted to music and I was a little kid and uh, I, I was in love and I still am today with the movie Footloose. Oh, so Kenny Loggins. So Footloose. Yeah, that, so, and I think that may be, be why I'm more into Broadway than most. Uh, it's so theatrical. Uh, yeah, because it was it was a fun song and it just got me dancing around the house. My parents still remember me dancing to, like, Footloose. to Footloose constantly on loop repeatedly with that. the movie. But yeah, Kenny Loggins, Footloose. That was my, that was my first. I, I had a Belinda Carlisle friend or I love Belinda Carlisle. Uh, My brother Douglas um, was Debbie Harry, so there was a poster up of Debbie Harry. So I think I liked Madonna because she felt like my generation's Debbie Harry. I wanted to be my brother. When was the last time you worked with Bon Jovi? What was um, like the year period? Yeah, like about eight years ago. Eight, oh, yeah. All right. So, so I my, love him. My, He's really cool. My first show, Giant Stadium, oh, uh, in two thousand uh, and two. You know, they called a hometown show because he's a Jersey boy. Yeah, yeah. But pouring rain. Still, that was the, that was my I first experience. Yeah, it was a pouring rain show. Everyone was pr- pretty right. much naked. And it's just loving life. Just, I was like, yeah. is all concerts it's, like yeah, this? Yeah, John John. If you have not seen a Bon Jovi concert, treat yourself. It is spec. Hacker. And he's theatrical. Like, talk about oh, theatre. Yeah. He can tell it's, a story. He, t- and he has fireworks, and, and it, like, he puts on a show. He's not like Sting, who sits on a stool with a lute and, like, <laughs> like sort of very beautiful and very, very, sexual very, too. Very, very talented. I saw Sting at Clive Davis's party, and all I could think was, there is one sexy mother. Well, boom, boom. I shared an elevator with him oh. uh, the other day, and all I thought about was, how does this man have tantric sex I for 90 90- Hours. I don't think it does. Him and uh, like, how, no one could Trudy. do that. I, don't, I repped Trudy, so I would be. I saw them a lot. Uh, to this day, of all the fabulous apartments and places I've oh, been in I'm New sure. York, he has the best house I have apartment in New York I've ever. Well, when you go, he to has a, a butler, so you ring the doorbell, ding dong, and the door Hello. opens, <laughs> and there's like, and you're sent in, and there was a spiral step. It's a duplex. He has a spiral do you, staircase. Do you wait in the foyer as no, he comes down the spiral? <laughs> so, and then there was a staff in the kitchen preparing lunch. Oh. And then I went into the living room. The butler brought me into the living room, and I sat down. Does it feel weird when a butler's like showing you around? No, and you're he like, wasn't dressed like a butler. He didn't right. look like a penguin. He looked like an assistant. Right, so right, like yeah, a, just a night. Like he could have been a cousin. Someone's like, oh, let me do this well, for you. Like, no, let no, me do this. Well, let me do this. No, I loved it. I, was like, I felt oh, like yeah. I was in Downton Abbey. Like, I, I, would, I really I, loved it. I would it. feel like it was so awkward. No, I felt really entitled. I felt like this is the life I should have led. I was like, this has been a horrible mistake. How long I does it take for you to get over the fact you're sitting in Sting's house? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. And then I remember, like, there's a grand piano in his living room. So I was sitting in the living uh, room and I kind of wanted him to not come in. So I was just, I just, like, I could spend two hours. In, so yeah, I yeah. sat there and it was a little late, actually. And I sat there in the living room looking over Central Park at this grand piano. And then by the piano, there was three. Three guitars on a lute, and then there was music on the piano that he was writing. I saw a pencil.
pencil. And then I was like, just, I just, and the couch I remember was like a red velvet. That, like nothing that comfortable has ever touched my bottom. Like just nothing <laughs> has ever touched my skin. I wanted to take my clothes off. Yeah, I, I looked, I, like, and I, I had short sleeves on, so I kept rubbing my arm on the couch, and it's so soft. And then like with a puff of smoke, poof, there's Sting. He walks in and he takes your breath away. And he was backlit, oh, I'm sure. so he had the light from behind uh, him from the windows, and so you see this glow Very around God-esque. him, and this this glow around his head. And I was like, you. You are the most beautiful creature I've ever... And then it's like, oh, I enjoy a cup of tea. And it's like, oh, end of the illusion. Well, yeah, it's like <laughs> so glorious. Yeah. Like, yeah, then you want a hot dog? Hi, you want hi, a hot dog? Hi, Rob, you want a cup of tea? It's like, oh. And then, oh, oh. That has to be pretty amazing. I do love a fancy house. But, yeah, it's not a ha- It felt like... you. For- I forgot I was in New York City. I felt like I was in Downtown. I felt like I was in a country manor. Well, it was it, that big, it didn't feel like an apartment. Was it one of those things where he has like three floors? Yeah, he, he knocked... He bought three, two apartments, I think maybe three. But two apartments on top of each other and then they blasted through the foyer and put a spiral the staircase like from Sunset Boulevard like it was like from Gone with the Wind and this so in the middle so on the 15th floor or 20th floor in Manhattan there's a staircase and I was like what is going on I was in Regis Philbin's uh, what's that like it, it's, it sounds very similar to Sting's but I'm sure not as glorious but here's the interesting Regis at the time when he was doing Regis and Ke- Kelly and Kathy Lee lived right across the street Oh, they all live like that quite close. No, right? no, not even close. Oh, across. across the street at, oh. in the Reebok building. Oh, a new uh, building. He lived in a brand new building. Uh, yeah. Things is old world. Oh, Central Park West. Yeah, old. but it was also renovated to look like it was, you know, probably brand new. But Regis, literally, his walk to work was. Did he about... have a car? Tell me he didn't have a car. No. Oh, good. 10 feet. Because Mariah lives down the street oh, from yeah, this, yeah. this building. And when she comes here to do radio, ten, she has ten plus cars four cars to go around yeah. the block. And somehow she's in traffic every yeah, time. It's from here to there. Yeah. Like, literally, you could walk it. It's from here to there. No, no. Uh, Mariah will only be. Be carried or or whatever. <laughs> hey, have you watched This Is Us yet? I have not. I'm not watching. Need, it. I'm never... telling you, Rob Shooter, do yourself a favor. You you binged Game of Thrones oh God, very I loved quickly. It. I loved I, it. Seven I, seasons. I think you'll 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 enjoy uh, This Is Us. Oh, too. I might have to watch it. I think it's the show that you're missing out on oh, right now. Personally, oh. that's just me. But... Oh, maybe I watch. the reason we're watching Kathy Lee and Hoda, and they have the guy from This Is Us on. I love these two on TV, don't you, Kathy Lee? The, they're a great team. There's some, and I think they're better to get as good as they are individually together there's nothing like them i just every day at 10 o'clock i watch this show in my office or wherever i am and it makes me happy it's a testament to kathy lee it, I mean, oh she's just the be- have you heard a new song it's uh, good it's country it's really yes. good she has this new country song out kind of a christian song too i think it's a really great song i was playing it and um i was like this is really fun oh you know what i want to say i want to say a thank you to someone that listens to our podcast every week and even when we don't do it she goes back and listens uh, her name is stacy stewart stacy uh, uh so you uh, have excellent taste she's she sent us a uh, uh, thank you and uh love your show and listen to your podcast with rob every week thank so, you uh, thank you Stacey. i like to call it my podcast with garrett oh, yes uh yeah, but nevertheless uh, that, and that's, podcast. W- that's why this is a Look relationship how romantic you are what show are you seeing next uh I think I want to go see. There's there's one with Nathan Lane. <gasps> Angels in America. Yeah, and, and who else? Oh, uh, Andrew Garfield, Spider Man. Yeah. It's the best play I've ever seen. Um, it's out. It's in previews. Right previews. Right now, yeah. Get tickets now. I want to go see that. In Does Frozen. your wife like like it as much as you, or are you more theater? Uh, no, I think she likes it just as much too. I mean, the the previous show we saw was uh, School of Rock, which was all right. Uh, and then right before that was we saw Dear Evan Hansen. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, where my pants fell off. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, so we try to go to to a handful each year. Oh, that's so sweet. You're so romantic. Stay I would cultured. So, I would marry you. All right. Well, you are already married and I'm that's married. So 
yeah. So, so we'll always have How, did that. you like the new baby? Oh, I lo- love love our daughter, Madison. Oh, is, is she part of the family yet, or is she oh, just yeah, an so alien? She, as soon as she came out, she was you pretty got, much part of the family. No, but you have to, like, honestly, is she, or do you have to be she, like... She didn't have to be vetted. No, but do you, are you like, are you like, oh, hello? Because you don't know her. Well, no, but she ha- you have to start speaking to her. because so you like, hello, she, what did you say? She, no, you, 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 you boop, try to make her smile. You make noises boop, and boop. you try to uh, make sure she recognizes Is you. Is she a bother? No. Is she a pain? No. Did you love her immediately? Yes. No way. There, there so the is, minute you met her. It, it, Rob, it's one thing that I could try to explain to you because never, uh, you don't have children, yeah. but you, you do have a pet. No, but, my dog took me two weeks. Darby nearly went back. But see, the, It took the, me when I got Darby. I didn't like because, it. Because dogs automatically, they'll, they'll, they'll poop on the floor. And, children will. Yes, they, but they're in diapers. But but what I'm saying is, it's one thing where I can explain to you until for the next forty minutes, you'll you'll absorb it. Right, but right. will you apply so it? No, because you won't you understand. That little baby, it's something like, something you something do. Did, and something physical. Something I, I can try to explain, but I won't be able to get it. But across you felt it. So when they yeah. put her in your arms, you were like. Just like when you fell when you fell in love with your husband. Oh, that's actually a nice experience. E- 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 but e- even then, when I fell in love with Bruce, I did fall in love pretty fast. But even then, but even fast. Imagine that. Even faster. I can't imagine for, that. For, for so, a but child. it's like so, wait, so it's like if I picked up the new iPhone. I'm right. like, wow. Yeah, pretty much immediately. Well, <laughs> the new iPhone has its glitches, so right. you're like, so, uh, at first you're like, wow, wow. and then five minutes later, oh well, my like god, the first it's locked. Time I tried cream cheese. Yeah. Like, wow. Exactly. Got, my daughter is the equivalent <laughs> of cream cheese. And then, do you ever? Because like parents, they can get on your nerves kids oh of course like uh, but but you have to also realize when the baby's crying at 2 30 in the morning <gasps> i couldn't uh, I, I but, could. but but you have to realize they're crying for something no, it's but not, I'm, not, I, i've got a life i've I, got a schedule well but it, but still they're not they're they don't have the mindset of so, let me screw right. over these so what people. does she want it to in the morning she, she, she wants to eat she well, wants you to, have to she's wait growing until breakfast if you were six pounds uh, six pounds well, now she's eight uh, thank god that's a lot of that's that's a lot but yeah exactly not so, right, but, but that's a big increase six to eight's good yeah so they grow that fast as soon as they start eating they just boom grow how many times does she eat uh, she, she eats almost every two and a half to three hours. Imagine wow. living that type of life. Oh my god, it sounds great. <laughs> it is, that's it, great. It, it's, it, Actually, do know some people very, who are pretty much like very that, but, gluttonous. Wow. But yeah, no, it, it's something, and I think people listening understand does the little, too. Does the boy like her? Hudson, Hudson, yes. But uh, it's not the same with brothers and sisters. They don't have that biological connection, or do they? They kind of do, but it's all more of a mindset. Uh, so before so we mommy had and daddy love her. I, I love her. Right. Uh, and and plus, you start reading children's books. They have plenty of children's books about being a big brother. Oh, so you read books to Hudson? Uh, like, you're like, uh, yeah. um, ba- baby's coming and big brother loves baby. Yeah, yeah. so you pretty much Jedi mind trick him into... So you tricked him? Yeah, pretty much. And so you complete... But it's turned natural. Though. Right, but so at first you had to convince him that this was a good thing. Uh, when, when, he didn't understand it because he's two and a half. So right. trying to... What should you say, though? Should I talk sex? Should you say no. stalk or the baby's coming to live well, with you, us? Uh, because he sees mommy's tummy was getting oh, bigger. Like, so like oh, you got... Oh, you got a baby in there. Yeah, and babe. then he tried to explain, but still, he's two and right. a half. He's not going to ex- understand he was fat, in there. would he think you were pregnant? There could be. Yeah, he, he he also thinks that he could feed the baby via his boob. Oh, because he sees mommy like like do feed. it. Yeah. Kids are amazing, aren't it, they? It, it, he is a sponge in the sense of absorbing a lot. Yeah. So that's why, though, everybody, listen. You got to tell your kids good stuff because they do absorb it. Oh yeah. They really. Or listen. wear a condom if you don't want kids. <laughs> or either way, just uh, take that advice. Take my advice. Whatever <laughs> Thank you, you want. And on that note, all right. Good to see we you, my friend. You. I miss Thank you. you. We are back in action. We appreciate you listening each and every week. My name is Garrett, along with Rob Shooter. We'll talk to you next week on iHeartRadio. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 